0: the grave consequences podcast i am caleb b that's where you can follow me on twitter you can follow greg at x maserati follow the show at gc underscore cast however be warned we neither of us tweet from there so it'd be nice to get the follow count up i guess but don't expect us to probably back or or send a tweet but still follow it <laughs> that being said uh we are a part of the social suplex podcast network we drop every thursday morning at approximately 6:30 a.m. Eastern Time, I'm sure you can figure out why that is. Um, follow social, social Suplex at Social Suplex on Twitter. Look for the Grave Consequences podcast or Social Suplex Podcast Network wherever you download your podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, especially if you have Apple Podcast. Give us the, you know give us that five star number or whatever you feel is more appropriate. It helps out the algorithm. It helps out us as well. Our record date is March 9. And the title of this episode, this is Season 1, Episode 29. The title is Fight to the Death. And I knew just by the title alone and what they had advertised for this uh, this show last week, this was going to be a landmark episode. Am I wrong, Greg?
1: No, this, is a, this would be essential viewing, I, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, You have to watch, this is one of those, this is why sometimes where, you know, we wanted to rate an episode higher and I had to pull back and give it like a B or a C. It's because of episodes like this, where uh, this would be like an S tier match or show otherwise. So our Mm -hmm. six star rating, and I I don't like to do that too much. So uh, yeah, this is, this is a great show.
0: Yes, absolutely. And with that, let's get, let's get right into it. Okay. So, so the first thing we have here. Walking the streets of Boyle Heights outside of the temple, we have the Black Lotus, and she is stopped by Chavo Guerrero, who tells her, like, if you want to get revenge, you got to do it the right way. You got to get revenge in the ring. And you know what? I'm going to help you. Uh, As soon as he (laughs) said, as soon as he said, I'm going to help you, it's like, "Uh, yeah, you can't, you know, you probably shouldn't trust this guy. Another thing Chavo pointed out was apparently his papa, his grandfather, the father of Eddie Guerrero, the father of his dad, Chavo Guerrero Sr., uh, Gory Guerrero, was apparently there when Black Lotus's parents were killed by Matanza. And he also claims that the Guerreros hate the Quetos just as much as you do. And the the takeaway I got from this segment is that Black Lotus is just as foolish, just as naive as El Dragon Azteca. And why she has decided to implicitly trust Chavo Guerrero, I don't know.
1: Well, one, how's Chavo going to protect you from anything? He's not yeah. a, he's, you know, he's not a top-tier wrestler. He's going to get his ass kicked by Mill or, you know, anybody there. Um, mm-hmm. And two, like, I, I got the impression that was all, that everything he said was a lie. I, and I, I'm i not predicting, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I, I don't think this is a spoiler, but I'm pretty sure, like, he, he said his grandfather was there, like, yeah, I don't.
0: I don't think that comes up ever again. It's. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that that's a, a one liner. They never acknowledge again.
1: And normally we like to keep this spoiler free, but we also like to warn you to, when not to expect something. Like because they'll they'll mm-hmm. kind of tease something and it's not going to happen. Uh, Chavo, yeah. Ch- don't trust Chavo. I mean, I,
0: I if you're a wrestling you, fan, we don't. I was going to say we don't have to tell them that. That's the thing. It's it's just. And we go back to the storyline of this,
1: that like the whole kind of, not the whole show, but this is kind of like the the spine of the show. Like this is what the story, all the other stories kind of circle around, like the Quatos and whatever happened to, to uh, Black Lotus. And uh, dude, I don't even know if it's a, well, <laughs> I've, I think I, I don't want to spoil other stuff, so I'll just stop there, but.
0: Uh, either way, I guess the point you are making and the, the, well, the one I definitely make is that this storyline sucks, dude.
1: And I, I think the point I was making and poorly was that it doesn't pay off. Yeah. Uh, no, even it does not. It's it stuff happens in second season related to it. And maybe, uh, I don't even think there's a match related to this. Like, cause it's seasons, uh, this isn't too much of a spoiler, but they have like their WrestleMania at the end. Uh, we'll cut this mm-hmm. out if you think it's too much spoiler, uh, but I don't think there's a black Lotus match. I'm, I'm like a hundred percent sure. There's no black Lotus match.
0: I'm not going to comment on that because I can't remember. So
1: I'm pretty confident.
0: Yeah. Anyway, after that dud of a segment, uh, we have Los Ryo Box playing us in and vampiro is hyping us up along with Matt Stryker. and vampiro dressed up in the full formal juggalo. He's wearing the long gray sleeves and a, the red button up. Great stuff. Great stuff.
1: It's uh, good to see that he's at
0: least committed to one thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, he told us that, you know, with the death match and everything, this show and this is the enunciation he used. And forgive me, I am a a cracker ass cracker from Oklahoma. But he, he did say he did say that this show would be brutal, brutal, brutal for what it's worth. It was. Yeah, Absolutely. So the first match of the night, Aerostar is ringside and he's here to face off against Johnny Mundo with his new attitude and everything. Uh by the way, I can't wait and I don't think he gets the new music until the 3rd season, but I can't wait till we hear Johnny Mundo's uh second theme.
1: I don't even remember it uh, cuz they 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 so hardly play like entrances like a like a regular wrestling show. Yeah. Uh, I don't even I don't even notice, remember, this week's
0: entrance music. It's
1: just kind of a rift, and that's it.
0: Yeah. Well, they, here's the thing. They legitimately um, spent, I want to say it was in the third season, they gave, like, two minutes of showtime to Johnny Mundo recording his theme. Wow. It's the one that he sings, so, like, and the way that they played off comedically and all that But the the first match of the night, like I said, Aerostar versus Mundo. And um, Mundo was just, like, snuffing out everything that Aerostar brought to the table. Did you notice that? John, they
1: were definitely trying to portray Johnny Mundo as... Well, they're trying to make him look strong. Uh, and yeah. by doing so, like, they didn't exactly feed Aerostar to him. They And Aerostar is established as a mid-card guy, upper mid-card. So it didn't hurt him too much. I mean, I'll tell you what, man, like... Uh, I liked some of the moves that were done here. I think uh, Aerostar did a, a springboard meteora. I believe it was him that did it. And yeah. I don't I don't know if you caught Mundo did a uh, a modified anaconda vice.
0: Oof, I did not notice that though.
1: That uh, they called it an anaconda vice. It's not really because he had his hands in in the different position. He basically uh, usually one hand feeds underneath and the other one goes through. But yeah. Mundo had both his hands. On um, on Aerostar's main hand that that's being bent back, so it, it, it but it looked like it, it it was hurting. So I liked. I thought it was different. Like if I were a wrestler, I might try that. Uh, maybe a jujitsu guy might be like, well, that's not going to work because of this reason, because of that. Uh, but for me, with someone that has limited you know mat experience and and, besides, and in other than that, watching fights and watching wrestling, uh, yeah, I thought it looked good. Uh, he was doing some different... He, it's kind of like when a, a babyface goes to a heel and they have to get more technical because they can't be too flashy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he was kind of doing here a little bit. Uh, the whole point yeah. was him just like, as you said, and I think you said it well, he was just putting Aerostar's offense down. He was just shutting him down every mm-hmm. chance he
0: got. Absolutely. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, uh, by the way, Aerostar at one point countered the end of the world by grabbing Johnny's leg. I thought that was... A, Great planning for sure, by the way, Vampiro, and a side note, Vampiro mentioned that uh here on Twitter, apparently there's a drinking game, so uh, you know people take a drink every time I say "brother," so uh brother, brother, brother brother that that cracked me up for sure.
1: you know why that happened is because he was doing a vanity check on himself already
0: yes, absolutely <laughs> not even not even one season through the show, and he's already vanity searching
1: he's not a talent, he's an announcer, and he's vanity searching himself. I mean, that should tell you everything. Absolutely.
0: Uh, had, hey, look, okay, if, if someone gave me a list of like 50 wrestlers and they said, hey, who's most likely to vanity search themselves on Twitter? Uh, if Ethan Page or Dijak are not on that list and Vampiro is, Vampiro is number one.
1: <laughs> I know DiJack had an a issue
0: with that. Uh, he used to. I don't think he does so much now that he's in gimmick on there, but uh, yeah. That's probably good and healthy
1: for him, though. It's not yeah. healthy to, to do it.
0: I mean, Did his you... Twitter game, like, actually got better since he became T-Bar, if that's, uh, you know, odd enough. But that's the case.
1: I mean, I can believe it. Some wrestlers have just ter- – I, I I had to take a break from Twitter recently just because I, I got tired of all the bad takes and mm-hmm. the wrestlers getting mad at fans or, you know, just it's, – sometimes it's too much, like, just too many bad opinions. Uh, yeah. But how would you how would you feel about the finish? Because I kind of I, I liked it because he, he delayed a little bit, and I think that made it look like a stronger finish by doing it. It's mm. you you gotta be careful when you do that because you don't want to bury the other guy. But yeah, they're trying to. I think they're gonna they're trying to build up the end of the world as uh, a you know dominating finisher, which which you should do. Yeah. My only uh, not even problem with the match because I love the match, but they're kind of building Mundo up to be more of a brawler, and I think you'll agree with me that. If you're going against (laughs) Alberto, you kind of want to... That's kind of his world. I mean,
0: he's beating up, what, Ninja
1: Turtles? uh, You
0: know, his brother. Uh, Yeah, his brother. um, Page, probably. Um, Any number of people. Yeah, like like Vampire Or, pardon me, Alberto. Not the guy you want to brawl with. uh, Bitter not. Um, That being said, the end of the world does look much stronger now. And again, he didn't really bury bury Aerostar with the delay, but it just made him look stronger, you know, like yeah, you said.
1: Yep, it's just a concise victory, and and I don't think Aerostar can handle a loss because he, even though he lost to Drago, he's been made to look strong. Like when yeah. it's one of those things where uh, I hate when everyone deals in absolutes. Like wins a lot, wins and losses matter. Well, no, they don't. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a there's a middle ground. Like you you can you yeah. can have a guy lose every match and still have him be over.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's like uh, and Floyd made a joke about it. We were at uh, Revolution this Sunday and after Ethan, pa- spoiler alert, I guess, uh, on March 18th for anyone who's still not seen Revolution and somehow remain spoiler free, Ethan Page debuted in the latter match, did not win, though. Um, <laughs> but as soon as uh, Scorpio Sky won, Floyd looked over to me, um, sarcastic as I'll get out and said, well, Ethan Page is buried. <laughs> Yeah, people uh, will say stuff. that too,
1: and they shouldn't. When yeah. it's a multi-man match, multi-man matches aren't. Exactly. This, especially if you didn't take the fall, and in a ladder match, no one takes the fall.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like <clears throat> the only way someone looks weak is if they get like taken out three minutes in and never show back up. <laughs> <But> that's it.
1: <laughs> or show back
0: up and still lose, like <laughs> Cody. That sort yeah. of thing. Um, show back up with a still chair and still lose. Cody sucks.
1: It that he. Dude, that match, and we we'll, we'll, we won't get into it, but that was my least yeah. favorite match on the on the card.
0: Uh, really? Because it was, was it was a mess. The crowd wasn't, really, and this may piss someone off, uh, like a James Boyd, if he does listen to this. But the crowd wasn't really into Sheeta and Rio. That match was kind
1: of slow to start. I because I, I I wanted to like it more, but it took me a while to get into that one because it was kind of a, off to an awkward pace at first. I felt, yeah, and that's my opinion. I think maybe the ring was too big. Yeah, for, for, for what uh, for what Rio was and, into, and they they kind of switched the dynamics. Now Rio is being like this egotistical mentor, mm-hmm. and that wasn't really her story. It was weird because they were building her up to be like a she's come back, like she's she got reinvigorated to wrestle, but also she's kind of like not the heel, but she's the mentor. You know, disrespecting her student. It was kind of a a lot to go into the match with, and then it was just an awkward start. But I did like the match at the end. It, it did pick up.
0: Yeah, yeah. But the thing with the women is, like, I don't think it helped that uh, they went on after the Battle Royal. Even though the Battle Royal did go long, the um, Phoenix and Jungle Boy uh, finish, or the uh, face-off, rather, was really hot. The crowd was really hot for that, you know? Dude, that was...
1: <coughs> I think you're on the money with that, because that was... Am- it, Jungle Boy, that's the best he's ever looked in Lucha, Under- in Lucha Underground, in AEW, in my opinion, because he looked like he was going you know, head to head with Phoenix and he was doing all right. And, uh, I think you're right. It, mm-hmm. I, cause I really did like the, the tag team battle worlds. I, I think AEW on, uh, as far as like as, as many negative things as you're going to hear about the card. Uh, one of the things, and we were just talking about this, two of the things that they're doing great is I, I like that the fact that there's no clear cut heels and faces, uh, because people mm-hmm. can be more human in their reactions. Like Eddie Kingston coming out the save his friend, even though he's a heel. And even though the finish mm-hmm. was, you know, botched, uh, And I love the tag teams, bro. Like the tag team battle royal was fun as hell.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But enough about that outlaw. outlaw, Yeah, but enough about that outlaw mud mud show bullshit. Uh, All things being considered. Next up, we had Sexy Star being interviewed by Vampiro. And um, Sexy basically says Pentagon's a bully. But she takes the, the fact that she beat him and he's still coming after her she takes that responsibility and the consequences from that um, <clears throat> vampiro asks uh, sexy if she is scared of Pentagon. and sexy asks a great question she says would you be asking this question to if me to uh, to me if i was a guy cuz here's the thing like sexy start yes i get it like she's kind of small obviously because she's female but she can hold her own.
1: Yeah, and uh, he did follow up by saying, like, well, he's been going around breaking everyone's arms, you know, uh, so I he kind of tried to justify it mm-hmm. that.
0: But um, and he did also get accusatory. He said that sexy let Superfly get his arm broken by, by Pentagon. So ever the antagonist Vampiro there. See, I've missed, I
1: was so disinterested <laughs> that I wasn't paying too much of time. Anytime Vampiro is doing an interview, I'm like, ugh.
0: Yeah, no, I get you. He's and no mean gene. To, to me, it's like, okay, it's a Vampiro interview. No, he is far from a mean gene.
1: <laughs> he's, the, <laughs> but, um, he's the, he's the bizarro mean gene.
0: Absolutely. He's a uh, mean genes, evil twin, I guess. Evil Canadian twin. Uh <laughs> Next up, and I didn't know this was on this show because I thought this main evented uh, one week, but not the case. Hernandez challenged Prince Puma for the Lucha Underground Championship. And the first and Stryker pointed it out, I think, no, Vampiro pointed it out. Hernandez had a wardrobe change. He's now in a singlet-long-boy combo, and it looks amazing.
1: I had Christian Cage vibes from it.
0: I mean, yeah, Christian. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did in like O two to like O three, right? Would wear that sort of thing, right? I believe so. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Not that Shout it's out bad. Christian Cage. Yeah,
1: it's not that it's a bad thing. I just it had that cross on it. So I was like, that's kind of what Christian mm-hmm.
0: Cage did for a while. Yeah. There was one point when Puma held the ring and he kind of mocked Hernandez with his swaggering and that that sort of thing. That really popped me. Dude, yeah, Ricochet, can he can have charisma when you lit him. And, and that was a good mm-hmm. spot.
1: Uh, I think one of the quotes that Vampiro gave that I think you need to go into this match with because it helps enhance the flavor of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Trees don't have legs, so go for the head.
0: Yes, dude. I Trees don't it. have
1: legs, go for the head. Uh, I love it. Great quote. This was a great match, bro. This Mm -hmm. was a really good match. Uh, I'm looking at my notes. I don't want to go over the moves. Uh, There was Mm -hmm. one thing uh, where Conan distracted the ref and Puma hit Hernandez with a chair shot. So uh, they were trying to keep Hernandez strong with that. I could have done without it because I don't think he needed it because Hernandez is just kind of but he has charisma like where he is a badass and his moves are his his yeah. move set is amazing it's just all power moves uh and just like that kind of that crazy like i don't know uh kurt angle strength like where he's just tossing people or taz
0: like he's like a he's really fun to watch mhm mhm and <clears throat> hernandez like he's, he does the little things right and he actually like he swaggered into a pinfall, and of course that only got him a two. And it's one of those things. Is like you want to be mad at him, but he's so cool. Yeah,
1: he's he's like we we were. Like I, said, I was editing the previous show. Like we and we said it there. Like we were dead set against Hernandez, but he's won us over in like a couple matches. Yeah. It's, if if probably if not the first one, uh, mm-hmm. he's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely.
1: I could have him versus Mundo, him versus Alberto, him versus Puma here. I, I think, I don't know what he's doing nowadays, but as long as he's not hurt, man, he can really kind of, you can kind of put him in the ring with almost anybody and have a good match, yeah. which is a, yeah. you know, that's a good thing. He'd be a good hand for for any wrestling uh, promotion, as
0: long as he's still the same. Exactly, exactly. Um, let me see here. Pardon me. Sorry, I got something in my throat. It's being all weird. Hernandez moved away from the six thirty, and then he nailed what I believe was the Gringo Killer. <laughs> if, I, if I'm not mistaken, but Is the uh, you know I
1: mean? uh, which one's the Gringo sorry. Killer? Is that the oh my uh, god, it, Outsider's Edge? I believe so. Yeah, he did that it sounds once, right? I don't remember what point.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I got to hit the cough button. My bad. You're cool.
1: I can continue talking if you want to mute. Yeah, feel free. Word. Well, uh, let's see. Will let me check my notes. We're so professional. Um, Damn, I lost my place, bro. I'm dying.
0: (laughs) That's all right. I'm here. I'm here, man. This is my flu game. Don't worry about it. Let's see here. Hernandez said for it again. And Conan points it out. He said, "Like, hey, he's done this too much. You, you know, you can get out of this one." And then, sure enough, Puma get out gets out of it. That that was a really good uh, piece of work there by all three involved.
1: Dude, the whole the chemistry between all three of them, like Conan, uh, Mm -hmm. the things he shouts make sense. Like he's in character. It it adds to the story. Uh, I could tell you one thing I love, dude, is that Puma sold his own finish, which makes sense because he finally did land the the six thirty. And he gets up all dizzy and dazed. I I know it's stupid, but I kind of like it because he does land on his neck.
0: Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Like Puma, like had to fight and scratch and claw to even hit that thing because he went up top. Hernandez met him there. Headbutts, kicks, everything to get Hernandez away from him and on the ground. Puma finally nailed it. And, uh, oh, pardon me. Uh, must be something in the air. Um. Sorry, Puma nails it and uh, wins the match and retains the title. So it looks like we have moved on from that, it would seem.
1: It would seem. I mean, it was a great match. Uh, I didn't go over the high, the, all the different spots because you really should see it for yourself. Yeah. Uh, Puma does an amazing landing from a, from a, uh, from a throw uh, that mm-hmm. I won't spoil. Uh, you should check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, great match all around. Like, I, like we're, we're, I'm beating a dead horse, but Hernandez is great here. And so is Puma. Yeah. Puma's, Puma looked really good here. I don't know. I can't put my yeah. finger on it, but he was just crisper than usual. He had great
0: chemistry with Hernandez. Like it was a fun match the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now here's time for the main event. This is the death match between Phoenix and Mil Muertes. Phoenix was channeling his inner Hulk Hogan with his red and yellow attire. Mil Muertes was wearing all black. This is the first time we've seen Mil Muertes in his new gear. Looked amazing. <coughs> And you know this new gear and the skull guys are there too
1: yep and the the new gear he's in you said it's all black but i was thinking about this is the first time he shows up in it signifying his rebirth and mm-hmm. his old gear was kind of bummy they looked like old pajamas like they were just blue and light blue striped pants mm-hmm. uh, he's dressed to kill now like in his gear like he's his mask is even i think more uh it has like little uh outlines where his his eye and mouth holes are Like, it's Mm -hmm. he's stepped up his gear quite a bit, and it's signifying a a
0: new mill. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the first things that should have told us, oh, my God. Are you dying again? Yeah, sorry, dude. I'm going to stand up, see if that does me any better. Um, Mil Muertes is out there. Phoenix dives at him to the outside, and Phoenix just bounces off of him.
1: Yeah, Mill was not fucking around in this match. Like mm-hmm. he, the previous match he lost because he had to get Phoenix in the in in the uh, tomb in in the uh, coffin, uh, but mm-hmm. he was too focused on actually trying to murder Phoenix that Phoenix eventually won,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and Katrina was on Phoenix's side helping him out. But this time, like the match is to kill the other guy, so mm-hmm. we're really in Mill's. Uh, it is in his directly in his favor. Katrina's on the side. He's got the goons. Uh and he starts I, I missed the Mill dude. I, I missed him. Mm-hmm. Uh he his he is Maserati Pro Wrestling. He is just whooping ass. Mm-hmm.
0: I think Man, maybe Mil maybe Mil Muertes should have been the guy to uh be the big signing at Revolution this weekend. <laughs> I would have been ext I would have liked it. Uh, you would have liked it, and I would have liked <laughs> it, but a lot of people would have been like, is that Judas Macias?
1: No, he has to be Mill. No Judas Macias. <laughs> I ain't have him. Dude, All right. I, did you, one of my favorite moves was he does this choke slam that's more of a uh, Uranagi. Mm-hmm. He killed Phoenix with that.
0: Yes, dude. Well, here's the thing. He killed Phoenix with that, <clears throat> and he killed Phoenix with a chair shot. But then he, fireman carried Phoenix up the steps, meal then powerbomb phoenix through the roof of what i believe was dario Cueto's office it was a, it was uh it was, <laughs>
1: if dario's is on the right where the mundo through uh patron through th- these guys okay. are in the uh opposite corner
0: hmm. maybe that's like dario queto's uh like co like the co-founder of lu or the co-owner or something the silent partner possibly I wonder what he thinks of all this, man. It's just counting the money. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I am sorry about all the coughing. It's fine. It's not as bad as you That's think, good. It that's good. Because Phoenix then gets carried back to the ring by... Who I'm going to call the putties for now, because we don't really have a name. No, that's perfect. <laughs> Milmortez nails the flatliner, but he took a, fe- a second to do so. It was almost as if he was, like, saying something to Phoenix, like, hey, you're dead, you son of a bitch, or anything of that nature. He was talking to him.
1: He was choking him as he held him, Mm -hmm. and he he choked him as he fell down with with the best flatliner ever.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, The BFE.
1: (laughs) Dude, I I can't emphasize how much he whooped Phoenix's ass. And Phoenix had some great moves. Like, he did a rope walk back heel kick at one point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Phoenix tried, but he's going against death in a death match. Uh, Yes. And... And phoenixes don't defy death.
0: They die mm-hmm.
1: and come back. Yes. So. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. No, you're absolutely right. And uh, also worth noting that <clears throat> at one point, Phoenix did dive onto Mil Muertes and also onto a cameraman, but Mil immediately rose up. Yeah, Mil did that uh, Undertaker, Bray mm-hmm. Wyatt shit, Michael just... Myers sit up, yeah. Yep. And fucking around when they got that magic. Mm-hmm. So, Flatliner, Milmortis gets the win, and then Katrina gets in the ring at the suggestion of Milmortis. That's, I think, the first time she's done that with his suggestion. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> she gives Phoenix the lick of death. You good, Greg? Yeah, I'm okay.
1: good. It's, uh, and I, I just want to go back and emphasize that he went to the top of the, of the, uh, of the uh, arena and he powered him bomb through, he power bombed him through the floor Mm -hmm. of uh, of an office that was adjacent to, uh, to Darius. Uh And, uh, (laughs) it was a nasty looking power bomb too. Uh, yeah, but they cut to, uh, Phoenix on the ground with broken wood everywhere. And it was a great spot. It's such a good finish. Uh,
0: yeah so, it was uh, amazing you're good are you also well, about to cough
1: no my dog my dog's been uh today's the <clears throat> the first day we've had good weather and mm-hmm. I have been try, I was trying I tried to take her on two long walks cause uh you know I don't have, really have a yard so I gotta walk her and I was trying to be nice to her Yeah. but each time she kept eating crap off the ground she knows <laughs> she's not supposed to do that so each time I, I after she did her business I turn around and I you know I yell at her and I let her know she's she's being bad But she just kept doing it. Now she's pouting because she didn't get any great walks. Well, she knows better. She knows better. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's not a puppy. So she kind of like it's one of those things where someone blows like an opportunity for themselves. Yeah. And it's like, I feel bad for you. But like, you know, you got to stop
0: being stupid. Look, okay, here's the thing. She might have blown an opportunity and got scolded by you and not been able to walk. But last week, the crew blew an opportunity in a ladder match. And uh, Dario Cueto, the consequence they will suffer is going to be much more severe. <clears throat> Cueto is with them in the bowels of the temple. He says, like, you left me with no other choice. <clears throat> Let's them see, presumably Matanza. We haven't seen him yet. It doesn't matter. He tells the three guys like, hey, someone's got to pay. You got to sacrifice something. And you guys decide. <laughs> now, Bale is in the middle cisco is to the left or the right i can't remember and castro is opposite that cisco and castro look at each other immediately grab Bale, run him up to the bars at the suggestion of dario and all we see is blood splattering on the hands and faces of the crew and blood splattering on the bars and Bale is dead
1: dead first is he the first death so far
0: Yes, he's the first person to be killed off on Lucha Underground. And notice how we say first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because um, yeah, although Phoenix did lose the death match, like he didn't actually get literally killed. For what it's worth, even even
1: if we did, we're, I'm I'm I don't count a Phoenix's death because uh,
0: mm-hmm. even me. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, rises they're from the ashes. Yeah, exactly.
1: They're not. They're not really dying those two but yeah. other people do die so. like in real yeah. life like they're dead <laughs> to keep cave no. they've literally murdered people
0: yes like bale was actually murdered Yeah, he's dead now mm-hmm. um, absolutely but no uh like yeah when you see blood splattered on bars and on faces you have one assumption to make you know <clears throat> greg yep
1: I was trying to think of someone else to add that could I, this is not our this well this isn't my best episode but
0: no uh, okay. this is far like, this is probably my worst episode and that's mainly because of this weird cough <coughs> you got a um, hair uh i hope it's a hair <laughs> uh, but no this did like and here's the thing i wasn't coughing all day and uh it doesn't sound like a covid cough because i've heard covid coughs described before And and this is not a dry cough either, so...
1: But usually they have trouble breathing and, like, Mm -hmm. other stuff going on, so...
0: Yeah. And I don't really have that right now, so that's always a good sign. Do you have a fever? Uh, no. Yeah, you're probably fine. Yeah, this would be weird if this was, like, an obit episode. (laughs) (laughs) I better not die within the next week and a half. That'd be pretty lame. Yeah. Yeah. Well...
1: You would have died on the best uh, podcast on the Social Suplex Network, though. You could put that on YouTube, though.
0: Yeah, here's the thing. We are the best podcast on the network, but there's plenty of other good ones as well. Mm -hmm. You've got All Things Elite with Floyd Johnson. (coughs) Sorry, go through the lineup.
1: Oh, crap. No, I got to do it? Okay.
0: Yes, you Uh, have to do it. I'm going to cough.
1: All right. We got One Nation Radio with James Boyd and Rich Latta. Uh, They cover pretty much everything, not even wrestling. They'll go into politics, other sports. Uh, I'm not sure what their main focus is, but, you know, uh, Dr. Josie is going after uh, stardom. Uh, Rich watches anything he likes. (laughs) New Japan, uh, if if WWE has anything good, uh, and AEW, of course. Uh, We got um, 8-Bit Suplex uh, with Heel Josh number two, Uh, and they cover TNA Impact. And uh, video games. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he went. He gave his thoughts on uh, AEW Revolution. Uh, we got Great Match Generator with uh, DJ Cooks. Uh, they find a match that's incredible in the past in the vault. And they go over it. They review it. It's a good show. Uh, Grow men watch this shit. Uh, Ricky and Clive. And I'm speeding through it, but that's because I'm not prepared.
0: Ricky think- and Clive, you said?
1: i said ricky and clive and and i want to I'm, pl- I'm pleased to announce that uh uh ricky and and uh and you have buried the hatchet your friends again uh all it took was some rando, yes. and uh mm-hmm. yeah and you know it's 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 a it's a good thing to see it's heartwarming uh, to see uh
0: it is yeah we we squashed the halal so that was good
1: yep and uh, I think I covered every show that we have. I mean, check our articles because I know uh, Maza has been writing some stuff as well as uh, Jeremy. Uh, it's all good mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, so check our website. Check our check our articles, our written articles as well. It's lots of great content. Oh, hey, you know what?
0: Sorry, sorry. You know what it, sorry, sorry. Uh, know what it is, where, the, where this cough is coming from? I've theorized it. Your boyfriend. Uh, yes, that doesn't help. But the seasons are changing. And spring is really starting to roll in pollen, all this other good thing. So I'm thinking that's it. It's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't want to die, you know, not really a fan of that concept.
1: Well, like I said, you will be remembered. Uh, I'm sure it'll take (laughs) our fans many, many hours to forget about you when the new co-host comes on.
0: Yeah. You know, Uh, My only wish is don't replace me with Muzza. That's exactly who it's going to be. Damn it. (laughs) Hey, uh, folks, um, for anyone who has doubts as whether or not this is the greatest show on the network, and also maybe for me, it could be nothing more, nothing less, nothing else than Grave Consequences.